0: Northanger Abbey by Jane Austen Chapter 4 With more than usual eagerness did Catherine hasten to the pump room the next day, secure within herself of seeing Mr Tilney there before the morning were over, and ready to meet him with a smile. But no smile was demanded. Mr Tilney did not appear. Every creature in Bath except himself was to be seen in the room at different periods of the fashionable hours, Crowds of people were every moment passing in and out, up the steps and down, people whom nobody cared about and nobody wanted to see, and he only was absent. "'What a delightful place, Bath is,' said Mrs Allen, as they sat down near the great clock, after parading the room till they were tired. "'And how pleasant it would be if we had any acquaintance here.' This sentiment had been uttered so often in vain that Mrs. Allen had no particular reason to hope it would be followed with a more advantage now, but we are told to despair of nothing we would attain, as unwearied diligence our point would gain. And the unwearied diligence with which she had every day wished for the same thing was at length to have its just reward. For hardly had she been seated ten minutes before a lady of about her own age, who was sitting by her and had been looking at her attentively for several minutes, addressed her with great complacence in these words. I think, madam, I cannot be mistaken. It is a long time since I had the pleasure of seeing you. But is not your name Alan? This question answered as it readily was. The stranger pronounced hers to be Thorpe and Mrs Allen immediately recognised the features of a former school-fellow and intimate whom she had seen only once since their respective marriages, and that many years ago. Their joy on this meeting was very great, as well it might, since they had been contented to know nothing of each other for the last fifteen years. Compliments on good looks now passed, and after observing how time had slipped away since they were last together, how little they had thought of meeting in Bath, and what a pleasure it was to see an old friend, they proceeded to make inquiries and give intelligence as to their families, sisters and cousins, talking both together, far more ready to give than to receive information, and each hearing very little of what the other said. Mrs Thorpe, however, had one great advantage as a talker over Mrs Allen. In a family of children, and when she expiated on the talents of her sons and the beauty of her daughters, when she related their different situations and views, that John was at Oxford, Edward at Merchant Taylor's, and William at sea, and all of them more beloved and respected in their different station than any other three beings ever were, Mrs Allen had no similar information to give, no similar triumphs to press on the unwilling and unbelieving ear of her friend, and was forced to sit and appear to listen to all these maternal